I, I set goals when I was very very young like like I yes. remember like when I was going poly I was writing down my goal where I want to go and exactly every year since then uh, I've been setting yearly goals first of all I set goal is so that I take action mm-hmm. so that I do something so I take action no mm-hmm. but goal is not the thing because have you had this experience when you achieve a goal then after you achieve it you say huh that's it uh. then yes. next year another new goal okay well, next year another new goal it become very sad, you know, because every year is a never-ending grind. Uh, the purpose of goal is really to help you to create motion. And once you create this motion, you have what we call precession. You know, maybe we want to grow a community to a certain size. Then as we do this, there is a certain effect. It's not so much of hitting the goal, it's the one thing to hit the goal that creates the effect. The doingness that actually creates the effect. You've probably heard that your story is your brand. So how can ordinary entrepreneurs and salespeople like you and me tell our stories in a way that cuts through all the noises in this overcrowded social media world and reach the audience that we want? Join me as I break down storytelling secrets that have helped me achieve over 8 figures in revenue as well as interviewing some of Asia's most prominent names and rising stars to uncover their stories. I hope this show will inspire you to be more vulnerable and share your story to the world because your mess is your message. My name is Gabriel Wong and welcome to the Story Impact Show. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Story Impact Show, a show where we dive into stories of successful entrepreneurs, business owners and high performers of what they're doing to be at the top. Now, uh, I'm recording today's intro through my webcam because I'm moving house. That's, that explains all the empty bookshelf uh, and you know, all our equipment has been kept in the boxes ready to move. Uh, but I do not want that to be an excuse why I'm not posting an episode today and uh, we're still going to get it out uh, because you guys need to listen to today's episode. But before that, if you have enjoyed our content for the past few weeks, help us to smash the like button, help us to subscribe to our channel, more than 70% of you who are watching our, our videos who are not our subscribers yet. So uh, all that will help our algorithm to reach uh, out to more people with our message. So um, in case you don't know yet, we are still giving out uh, free copies, two free copies of Traffic Secrets book every single week. Okay, so this is a simple giveaway. All you got to do once again is to smash the like button, subscribe to our channel, and comment on any of our video. And every week, we will pick two lucky winners and we will ship this to you. Uh, you're not even going to pay for the shipping. This, this is not free and you pay for shipping. We will pay for the shipping. We will ship it to you. This is completely free. So today's guest is a highly experienced stock trader with over 20 years of experience in the field. Having invested and traded equities, commodities, futures with monthly turnover of more than $10 million. He's the best-selling author of The Systematic Trader, uh, which you will find on shelf of popular bookstore like Kino Kuniya. He was also awarded the top 10 achievers in Philips CFD for the last four consecutive years, uh, which shows that he does have the numbers to back up what he is saying. He regularly speaks at conferences and seminars, most notably at the Share Investment Conference, Investor Wealth Summit, and many others. And one of the reasons why I've brought uh, this guest speaker in is because he is one of the most consistent teachers or the most consistent mentors in terms of the training area. There are many people who come and go, but you know, after seeing so many people, he is one of the most consistent people and he's still around and he has hundreds of students who is willing to back him up. So without further ado, please help me to welcome Colin Xiao. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Story Impact Show. Uh, and if you are joining us today and you're watching us for the first time, remember to like this, uh, like this video and of course to subscribe to our channel, which will greatly help our algorithm uh, to reach out to more people, okay? And today we have with us a special guest. Uh, his name is Colin Xiao. Hello, hi everyone. Yeah. Hi to everyone, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I've invited uh, Colin on the show uh, because, you know, he is one of the most consistent person that I've seen over the past few years in terms of the training industry. Uh, and today we want to find out more about, basically more about him, how he got started. And maybe Colin, you can share a bit more about uh, yourself to, the, to, to my audience who, who may or may not have seen you. Okay, hi. Hi everyone. Uh, yeah, so I started my, my name is Colin. I started my investing and trading journey. Wow, this is like very long time ago, more than over 20 years ago. You know, yeah. first, when I first got, I was always very interested in trading investing. I remember my first uh, experience with uh, trading was in a bucket shop. 
Gabriel, do you know what's bucket shop? Market what? Bu- bucket shop. Bucket shop. No, bucket no. shop. It means they, they, it's like a broker, but they, they don't actually have any clients. You know, they take, they take the orders themselves. That was okay. like a bucket shop. So it's like a, like a mini scam. Huh? No, that was like, uh, so, uh, yeah. So that was even before internet uh, days, they were all telex and things like that, right? So that was the first touch of uh, learning about technical analysis and they were trading uh, commodities. Then uh, subsequently, I went to become a financial advisor. I went on to become, uh, uh, I was there for about eight years. During that period, I was also doing my own investing and trading. And uh, I turned full-time about three years after that, you know, then uh, for doing that for about three years. And when I was doing as a, when I was doing full-time trading, I thought, hey, how to save some commission, you know, because my commission alone is a few thousand dollars. So I decided to become a remiser, you know, uh, because uh-huh. as a remiser, you can, you can pick back some of your commission, you know, you can get yeah. back about half your commission. So I thought, okay. hey, why don't I become a remiser and take back half my commission? So that's how I got started and uh, uh, become a remiser. And then about two, three years ago, I left. Now like a private investor, I still do education for the last about 12 years. I've been okay. doing education, sharing people what is investing and trading about. Yeah, so this a little bit of my journey. Nah. Start how it started, okay. you know, oh. investing, oh. trading, and then right now, basically okay. I run a prop team. I, I hire some full-time traders uh, that mm. trade my money. At the same time, also, uh, we have some money that is run on a machine, on ro- robots. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow, okay. So yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely like to, like to yeah. ask more about that because this is yeah. something that I have totally no idea about. <laughs> uh, really? I mean, I've done some training when I was uh. trading when I was young, you know, like yeah. usual being sold by people and then, you know, joining all kinds of programs, money, <laughs> you know, don't know how to trade, you know. Yeah. And then eventually I realized that like, I should just stick to business, which is what I'm really good at. Yeah, higher um, ROI. <laughs> Uh, higher ROI, but uh, but eventually, you know, but it's still active income, right? Because business yes. ultimately is active income. Yes. People will say business is a passive income. Yes. They are lying. Yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. I, I personally think they are lying. Yeah. Uh, it, real money is, I mean, real passive income is when you have like money that's working for you. Correct. And uh, I, I think I'm, I'll, I'll reach that stage one day where I have a, 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 I have a money in mind that I want to exit. Mm-hmm. And then that's where I really go into investment. But before that, it's all business. Mm-hmm. So I'll definitely have to ask you more about that. Like that's interesting, yeah. you know, having, yeah. uh, you mentioned robot, is it? Uh, yes, so uh, see, so I moved yeah. from I moved from uh, fun, fundamental analysis like value investing like like what Ron Buffett do. I bought all the books about Ron Buffett, how to yeah. invest using value. Then yeah. I, I I went into more of uh, technical analysis. I took my certified financial technician as a chartist. Wow. And then okay. after that, I felt that both ways are very subjective. That means value investing. When you look at value investing, it doesn't mean that the the most valuable stock will always be the one that rise the most. You yeah. know? Same thing for TA, right? Sometimes it will work in certain markets, sometimes it will technical analysis, sometimes it will not work in certain markets. So it's very subjective. So then I move on to systems. That means system is where we can test you know, whether it is a profitable strategy or not. We use TA, we use FA, but the bottom line is we use data to validate our our hypothesis. So we test all the ideas and find what we call edge in the market. So after okay. we find edge in the market, then we run it live, use real money and trade. Yeah, that's what we do. Wow. Yeah. Actually, yeah. that was a, that's a very interesting, from an angle of marketing, that's actually a very good sell, by the way. It's like, really, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like the old way is the fundamental and technical, which is everyone knows that, right? And then yeah. you guys want to move into data, which is a new opportunity, the new way. That is that is that's very interesting. And um, before that, let me let me backtrack a bit. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned that you were eight years as a financial advisor. Yes. All right, and then you went into being a remiser, and and then ultimately, um, yes. I mean, you were a full time trader, then you remiser to save commission yes. and all that. Yes. But uh, maybe tell me more about like how do you get started as a financial advisor in the first place? But okay, hold on. Uh, how many years have you been trading in total so far? All, all the while I was in trading lah. After I opened up my trading account, this is like wow. Uh, that will review my age. <laughs> More than 20, 20, 26 years, maybe? 25 to 26 years. 26 years? Yeah, yeah. When wow, I first, okay. last 21 years, okay, open an account, right? So I open an account, I buy my first stock already. And I use yeah. all the value investing method to buy my first stock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow, okay, so you just review, you just review your age. Huh? <laughs> 
Okay, so how, how do you go into um, financial, being a financial advisor in the first place? Yeah, when I was young, I was all, we were like, like 16, 17, I was very interested in self-improvement, you know, growing your wealth, you know, you know, writing goals and things. I was very interested in that really. So mm-hmm. I, even though I studied engineering, I was engineering background. But once mm-hmm. I, my, but my parents were very old. My dad was 41 uh, when he had me, when they had me. Uh. So when it was 20, he was already 61 already. <laughs> so 41? Yeah, he had 41, he, I was just born, first born. Well, I think uh, we are similar. My dad was 43 when I was just born. Oh, serious? Uh? First child. Oh, first child. Then after that, I thought, wow, well, stress, you know, because I want to succeed very fast. Uh. You know, then yes. I thought that, hey, if I were to do the normal engineering, you know, climb up the ladder, it would take me a lot of time. So during one of the course is a, uh, when I was in, I think it was in army, right? I took a speed reading course, a two a weekend speed reading course. I got to know this guy who was actually a, a financial advisor, manager, uh, uh, manager. Lah. So he recruited me, he shared me the dream, you know, to become uh, how I can write my own paycheck, you know? So yes. he said, uh, uh, you just need to work hard. Lah. Then I said, okay. You tell me to do anything, I will do everything. You know, just tell me how what to do it. Yeah. So wow. that started my journey. Uh, so before I even come of army, I already was a secret uh, financial <laughs> advisor. <laughs> okay. And I tell my Inche, hey Inche, can I sell to them? And then he say, uh, uh, you but do whatever, but don't get caught. Okay, then I just go and sell to other recruit. <laughs> okay. Not sure whether this will get you to trouble, but this is like how many years ago already. <laughs> so, so you went into financial uh, 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 advisory and that was like kind of like your first career? Uh, yes, first real career. Yeah. First career. So, so, yeah. so, so, so we are very similar. Like we don't really have like a job job ever yeah, before. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's like self-employed right away. Yeah. And you were there for eight years and yes. you've been trading ever since. What, was there, um, was there um, something in common when it comes to trading uh, and you being a financial wanting to do a better job? Because financial advisory is like, yeah, a lot to do with investments and stuff like that. Was was trading also something that ties in together? Actually, frankly, not so. As a financial advisor, you are more like selling, you know, advising people on insurance and and, and yeah. things like that. Even my financial product then was all funds and things like that. So it's very limited. Okay, whatever I learned in stocks is like separated from the financial advisory side. And yeah, I would, and also share with you why I left financial advisory also, because there was a tension for me. It was a tension because uh, initially I was doing all like army market and things like because I only, I don't have any uh, background, you know, don't have any friends. So, but later part I went to overseas. I went to Indonesia. I looked for clients. When I left, right, all my clients were Indonesian, and throughout that period, right, we became close friends. So some of the product that we we talk about, uh, it doesn't really, it's not beneficial for the clients. Okay. So then I thought, yeah, very difficult, you know, I need to sell something to put bread on the table, but at the same time, they are already my friends. Right? So there was this oh, yeah. constant tension. So one day I said, ah, forget it, I know, I just do my own trading. So that's why I left. Yeah. But you have been trading um, when you were already a financial advisor? Yes, yes. Trading not successfully, yeah. Let <laughs> me losing money and learning, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so paying, paying school fees, basically paying, school paying school school fees. Basically. Okay, so, yeah. so, so when do you find, um, basically how do you start doing trading in the first place? Like what got you interested? Um, when I first started was like reading books of like, like the others uh, invest. I also don't say trading, uh, it's investing books. Uh. That means they mm. talk about uh, looking for companies that have monopoly, looking for business that have ROE. Then okay. I, I lose that to choose stock, uh, but I was lousy at it. Uh. Yeah, okay. I chose one stock called Informatics. Have you heard before? Informatics. No. It's tra- no. Tra- uh, IT training school. Okay. IT training school. During then, it was the monopoly of uh, the education, IT education. If you Either you go to university or you go to informatics. So oh, to me, okay. it's, like, uh, it's like very, you know, it's a very good school, uh, you know. But when I invested, I think it was like $1.30. Uh, now it's like below $0.10. Cents or something like that. Yeah, of course I sold off. Like, uh, I, I sold okay. off in the middle. I sold off. I lost about twenty over cents. I sold off, yeah. but right now I think the share price is like less than uh, five cents or something. <laughs> so yeah. so what kept you going then? Because like like for example, for me, I I I'm very upfront with you that yeah. 
I actually lost money in trading when I was yeah. young before. Yes, yes. And, you know, I, I came back to trading once in a while, but mm. I lost. And, mm. You know, I, I, I'm never consistent. And I realized one of my issues is not because, um, it, it's not because of the market, whatever, it's, it's myself, right? Because I wasn't consistent. I realized right. that every time if you, if you make a loss, there's actually something you can learn from it. Correct. And then you get better the next run, right? It's, it's, right. it's, like, a, it's like a skill set. So what kept you going despite, you know, not being good at it? Uh, I, I think it's, it's, it's me, like, it's, my, it's my character, you know? if, I, if I play a game, I don't get, I don't go through that stage, uh, I will keep playing until I get it through. Uh. So I believe that there is this, there is this point uh, where you really get it, you know, when in trading or in business or in marketing, there's this point where you get it and before that it's all paying school fee. Uh. You know, mm. so for me, it's really uh, uh, doing, doing, and then finding out that at the bottom line, I feel that trading, right, there is no best method. There's no best value investing method. There's no best TA method. You know, the best method is the method that you can follow, mm. that you can execute, okay, that you can execute without emotions. So mm. they, they always say that the biggest enemy is always your emotions, you know, mm. your emotions, because uh, when you should be buying, you feel like you should be selling, you know, vice versa. So that is the key. So it, it, in system trading, right, it remove that part of emotions. Because why? You just follow what the system say. Uh. The system say buy, you buy. You say the same, say, say sell, then you sell. So you remove that emotions. That's when I started to get better at, at do, doing that. Yeah. So, so what was that breakthrough moment that you had that, that led you to decide that, okay, you can actually go this full-time and you know it can actually give you a full-time income it can replace your your, your okay. previous income so, so my, my my trading journey is quite up and down okay so yeah. when i was uh doing remiser i was doing more short term i was looking at the market i was trying to screen and etc so then i when i so my, my commission was pretty pretty high so when i became a remiser i was still doing that okay but i've got a few clients that trade that uh, they use their online trading account and trade but what happened is one of these clients uh, had contra loss, okay. Uh, you know what's contra loss, right? He decided he trade with money that he don't have, and then he lost money. Initially, it was about fifty thousand, and then it went on to about quarter million dollars, two hundred fifty thousand dollars. But the worst part, he decided not to pay for the losses, so end up the losses became mine. You know, oh. because and then the company was still charging me interest at nine percent uh, a year. Wow. So I completed. Uh, if I continue to do my short-term trading, uh, I can never pay off the losses, uh, yeah. you know, on, on top of all the other uh, liabilities I have. Uh. So that changed my way of trading from very discretionary way to a more system-based. So I spent a lot of time doing that because I had this debt that I have to pay off, this 200000 debt I have to pay off. So then yeah. that's when I went deep into uh, looking at uh, systems, back testing, we call it back testing, you know, every day was just in front of the screen. Instead of trading, I was just testing, finding a edge in the market. So uh, many years ago, you run this test, it will take like half an hour to run the test. So it takes quite some time, I will run the test, I go eat and then come back in. So sometimes I will start, start from Friday night when after market close and then I'll do continuously. Uh, like in the middle of the night, I'll still be doing, and then I go and sleep, and then wake up with the test done, and I continue. So until Monday morning, then I start working. You know, yeah. from there, I div, uh, I found that uh, edge. Uh, I found that, hey, there's actually an edge in the market. So long story short, I applied this method, this edge into the market. Long story short, within about 18 months later, I managed to make back all the losses and wow. pay off the company. Uh. So after yeah. I pay off the company, that started my training journey. Uh. Yeah. Mm, 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 mm. yeah. Yeah. Because now you have you, you figure out a system yeah. um, that you know we're able to pay off the entire entire debt, right? So you know yes. that it can be profitable. That's right. Actually, what you said earlier was actually quite profound. There's two mm. things I learned from this. And mm. for those of you who are listening, there are mm. actually two things that I learned from that story alone. So first mm. of all, you realize that what uh, Colin said, you know, you, you have to at, at the beginning, whenever you do something, you're you're usually not great at it, right? Mm. And, and you are paying school fees in a way. Yeah. Okay. And you just gotta keep going and keep going. And and what most people they, they do is they shortchange themselves by giving up too early. Because if you give up too early, then every school fee that you're paid for will go into loss. Yes. But it is not a loss if you keep going because eventually you can make back everything. You Correct. can make back all your school fee. 
Correct. Right? And of course, yes. the second thing I realized is that uh, in terms of his breakthrough, every one of us, when we're paying school fees, school fees, school fees, there will be a point where there's always, uh, the breakthrough is always uh, a prerequisite of like inspiration or desperation. I heard this from Tony, right? Tony Robbins that says that it's always inspiration or desperation. Most hmm. of the time it's desperation. <laughs> you know, when, when, when you share about your, your depth story, it's so, so, I, I, I can relate that to so much. Like, so many people ask me, like, why do I want to be an entrepreneur? I'm like, it's not fun, eh? It's really not fun, eh? The kind of things that you have to go through, the up and down, the kind of headache, the kind of, you know, the kind of, the, the kind of uh, pressure and the stress you have to take, right? I was forced into it because I was in a half a million dollar debt and I had no way out. I calculated, hmm. hey, if I work a nine to five job, I can't, <laughs> it would take me 60 <laughs> years, you know, just to pay off the debt. So there was no other way, uh-huh. right? So, I think um, I, I think the two greatest lessons I learned from that is don't give up so early. Right? Mm. You gotta keep you know paying school fees again and again. How long do you pay for school? How long? How 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 many years of school fees do you pay before you start to have a breakthrough? In terms of trading, ah, well, many years. Yes. Ah. I I I am very stubborn. I'm a very stubborn guy. So uh, sometimes I'm wrong. Ah, I still want to prove I'm wrong again. <laughs> so yeah. I took longer than. I think uh, close to eight nine years. Ah, I was still wow. like now. Yeah. yeah. So uh. Yeah, lor. and I and I one, one thing about me, I, I'm very stubborn. Uh. Even wrong things, I still still want to test it out and it's strong yeah. again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and definitely people don't have to take I mean although um it takes time, but I don't think people have to take eight nine years if they learn from the right people, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And of course, uh so so take eight years uh, and then eventually there was a breakthrough moment where there was a desperation there was a desperation point, right? Correct, correct. So, you know, if you are in your desperation point right now, for those of you who are watching and listening to this, you know, if you are going through a season where you're in a desperate point, right? Just remember this. If you give up everything that you have already invested will be a loss. And that's, the desperation point is usually the breakthrough point. Correct. Right? You're that close, right? That close. Right. So, yeah, the interesting thing is, sorry, just want to I mean, interject for people who are feeling down right now, right? Sometimes when you are, and I didn't know about this half a million debt that you have also, but when you are down at that point, uh, you, there's no way to see the, brightness of the future. It means you, when I calculated, I can't even make back my interest, you know. But the key is really take one step at a time. I mean, every day when you wake up, you take massive action. Just do whatever you can and just yeah. keep moving along. Lah, and then eventually yeah. it will get brighter and brighter and brighter. If you yeah. just think, uh, if you just think you will get stuck in that rut, uh, you know, why this happened, what this happened, what this happened. They get stuck in that part. So really take just take a lot of action. Uh, and don't don't know what works or don't doesn't work, you know, just take everything, just do everything. Yeah. 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 Love it. I I love yeah. that. I mean it ultimately it's a, a faith-based game, right? I mean, if yes. you sit there, do nothing. I always say that right. procrastination uh is not uh laziness is not the root of procrastination. Hmm. Uh it's usually fear, right? Yeah. Inaction yeah. is usually the fear of action. Correct. So you know, if you are fearful, most of the time you're fearful, you don't want to do anything because you're afraid to, to make more mistakes. Make action, yes. You know, if you're already at your at your worst scenario, what's the worst that can happen, right? Yeah, I think I think that's a good thing to happen because you're at the lowest point, like trading, right? It's the lowest point; you cannot go any lower. Any even yes. if you suck at the next thing, I don't care. Continue to do it, you know. So eventually, yeah. it will turn up. Is it? So I think that's the good thing about if you're at the lowest yeah. point right now. Yeah, yeah, very good. Uh, I, lo- I love that. Um, the next question I want to ask you is this: is over the past few years, right? There has been a lot of rise and fall of um. New, new trainers and yes. people teaching trading, especially yes. in this uh, in, in the market of trading. Yes. Um, I saw a lot of uh, you know people rising and falling. You know, so some people will come in, they think that training, 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 not trading, okay, training yeah. is a good industry, can make money. Yes. So they come in, you know, a few years disappear, you know, and a new guy come in a few years disappear. Yeah. And what I realized about you is that, um, and that's one reason why I, want you, I wanted to invite you on the show, uh, was because you're one of the most consistent person I've seen. Like I've seen your ads even uh, even before I, I started having breakthrough <laughs> in my career, you know. Uh, and until now, you know, you're still around. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm checking out your posts every once in a while, uh, even though I'm not, you know, in trading. But like, you know, I, I like people who are consistent because I always think time would tell. Yeah. So like, what is your secret of, you know, being consistent? And perhaps you can tell us more about like, why do you go into teaching? Right. People always ask, like, if you're so good, you know, you can make so much money doing trading, then why do you want to teach? Yeah. I think the first thing I'm about, if you want to do, if you want to become a, you want to teach this, uh, you can, the, goal, the goal can, should not be money first. Uh. You know, some people want to go into this industry, they count, you know, hey, what, one student can make how much, about your 10 students can make how much. If you yeah. do it like that, max, you do one year, two years, you will, you will dry up. With it. That means you will not have that passion to continue. So what I found is 
uh, how my business really got breakthrough uh, is not by, sorry, uh, even though you're running ads, I want to share with you all, it's not just by running more ads. It's not yes. by running more ads. It's really like getting your old student results. Yes. Yeah. So when your old student get results, uh, then after a while, it is automatic already. The business become yes. automatic. You don't, right now, I, just start, this week we have a meeting. You say, hey, let's slow down. Everybody is so tired already. You know? Yes. But really, it's about getting results for your old, old graduate. So even like right now, we have so many uh, new sign up uh, that we are telling yeah. our Facebook ads to tone it down because we really cannot handle, the back end cannot handle business. Wow. So really, oh, okay. the precession uh, is get results for the old student. And why, if you are, want to go into this uh, business, uh, don't focus on the money. Uh, because you focus on the money, yes, you can make like quick money, but yeah. it, you make yourself a bad name. Uh, you know, after a while you join in, you know, then you, one, two years, you disappear. And two years later, you come in again. Then you make yourself, uh, you, you, you're not in there for the wrong run. Uh, you will create a bad name for yourself. Especially so if you do it consistently over time, then you'll get results. Yeah. Especially Sorry. when you are in for the money, usually you may not create the best experience for your, uh, for your students. Right? Correct. And not Correct. getting results for that because you're constantly focusing on getting new students rather yeah. than helping the current student. Like, I, right. I mean, like uh, earlier when you said, like, yeah, you don't have to apologize. Like, I, yeah. I believe also, yeah. I believe that it's not just my ads. Uh. Like, even though I teach people, that we should run ads at the beginning, right? Because uh, ads will give you that initial boost. Yes. But ultimately, it's still, your, it's still your reputation and your testimonials and your experience. Correct, correct. You, know, if, if you cannot run ads. For, ads is always like initial, right? But yeah. once you hit a fatigue, right? You will start dying. Correct, and it's, correct. Doing that, it's doing that rising that you should quickly use this period to double down on your students, reinvest back into your students, correct, making correct. sure they get results. And then, the, the, and then your organic traffic will take over ads and you may not have to pay for ads ever again. Correct, so, correct, correct. So I, I believe in that. That, that oh, is so okay. profound. Yeah. So focusing on your student and helping them yeah. get results. Mm. Okay, so that's the consistent part. So then why do you want to teach in the first place? Yeah, so after I pay off my debt, uh, then I thought, hey, what I want to do with my life? You know, make, make money. Yes, I can make money from the market and trade and things like that. But how to have a, uh, how to make my life meaningful, uh, you know? How to make my life meaningful that, that have significant. Uh. So I felt that, hey, uh, this 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 guy who actually lost this money, right, two hundred thousand dollars. He was younger than me. He lost ten years of his life. He was declared bankrupt and lost ten years of his life. So I think hey, this is something that I want to do. I want to educate people what trading is about. You know, because during that time, many years ago, the ads, right, is they the way they run ads is very scary. They say, oh, you can start with uh, one thousand dollars, and within one year, you can become a millionaire. And things like, wow, I see this kind of ads, very scared, you know, because. It is not yeah. about trading, it's basically like gambling. No? So that, during that time, I felt that there was this thing that I wanted to do something. And share with you, first few years of doing training, I lose money. One, uh. I was basically taking my uh, other business to pay for my training business. Yeah. So I wasn't, I wasn't doing well in ads and things like that. I was just, sometimes like one month, I have like two students and things like that. It's bad, like, it's bad. Yeah. Wow. So, but I continue. I continue. So right now it is. Uh, thank God. Now it's. Uh, everything is is on its own already. It means that it's a it's a new life to it. Yeah. 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 That that is so good. Um, I think one of the main reasons, like like you say earlier, is because you focus on the long term, and yeah. like sometimes you may mm. think you're winning if you're mm. doing, if you're running short term, you make some money. You may think right. you're winning, but right. you know time tells, right? Because you know you're only looking at the lens of one year. Correct. Okay, and you cannot tell what's gonna happen in five, ten years. Correct. Right. And and what you what you just said was so profound because you you mentioned that like at the beginning you're not even like making a lot of uh, money. Correct. Like you're making you say you're making some losses, right? But you're focusing Correct. on the students, 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 and eventually your results your Correct. results speaks for itself. So so one idea we to share with the, the people listener, right? Is when I started my business, there was a word that came to my mind was called uh, called community. Build mm. a community. So mm. it, that, since the start of my thing, right, is always focused on how can I benefit, how can I grow my community to have a better community. So mm. it's always like uh, giving back. So for me, it's not about even passion or about uh, uh, making money. It's really about purpose. Uh. It's uh, what is what is calling on this earth. Uh, what is his his role in on this earth? So for me, it's this SMT community, which is my training. Uh. So. Mm. I envision myself, even though I'm old, I got money or whatever, I will still do this, you know. Because number one, frankly, I enjoy doing this. Every week, I still do. Every week, uh, since like one five, right? I've been doing every week webinar with my, with my current student. 
That means if I attended course 10 years ago, since Blue 015, I've been doing weekly webinars and things like that. So mm. I enjoy doing it. Uh. And second thing is the result come in other forms, like when your when your graduates, when people that you work with or people that uh, went through your class get result. Uh. Wow, that's the best, that's the best uh, validation. Uh. And you say, hey, yeah. you can continue to do anything. <laughs> you yeah. can continue to do it. Uh. Yeah. 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 That's amazing. Um, I, I have um, I actually have another follow-up question for you yeah. regarding uh, getting results for your student. Because yeah. it's something that I personally am, uh, it's also a challenge for me. Mm. I wouldn't say it's a struggle. It's something that uh, I think it's a challenge for every single trainer. Mm. Um, that we are, when we are teaching, I mean, of course, the, the purpose of the teaching is very important, right? For yeah. me, I want to make sure, I want to raise the standard of uh, marketing in Asia because like I see the way some people run ads, you know, I, I just get out of it. So that's, that's the reason why I, um, I'm teaching and I believe that this skill set is going to help people. But one of the hardest thing for me is when I teach people, I realize it's not just giving them the skill set, yes. right? Like yes. teaching the skill set is super easy, right? Yes. Giving, telling yes. them what to do, what else to, what else to run, but is to get them to even do it in the first place. Yes. Um, yes. And it's changing people's mindset rather than just teaching them the skill set. So like, how do you do that? Especially in trading, you know, like, um, you know, some people are more, trading especially, you know, there's, a, there's yeah. always like a certain risk, people are emotionally or emotional, exactly right. So how do you change people's mindset to help them to get results? Correct. You, you, yeah, exactly right. You know, you say skill is easy to teach, you know, like what to do is easy to teach, you know, but the difficult part is really transforming whatever you, they learn, right, in the class to practical implementation, you know, yes. to implementation. So what uh, I did a few years ago is we have this idea of like uh, mentoring. So the senior, okay. the more senior people will mentor the junior people. Okay. They will bring them through a period of time. So it means once you go through the course already, within a period of like 60 days, we, we, uh, we will be, they will be in a WhatsApp group and then they will talk about every day what they do. And then after that process, they will build habits. So they are supposed to do certain uh, daily work. Uh, so, so that within the 60 days, right, they will build some habits that will ingrain into them for the rest of your life. You know? Mm. So I believe trading is about discipline, it's about habits, it's about doing the same thing over and over and over again. Uh, formula, it's about formula, but doing it over and over again. So after the course, right, what is most important to make sure that the skill become results is really uh, getting them uh, with a coach, right, to go through that 60-day process to build a habit. So the keyword is habit. Because they say 20, okay. 20 days build a habit, you know. So we make sure that in WhatsApp group, in the uh, conference call and things like that, with, with the small, in a small group, right? We have like 10 of you all in a small group. They make sure that they drive, dive down to, hey, what are you doing these two weeks? Why are you doing this two weeks? So that you make sure that they continue to, don't lose the, the cost fee. Uh, because the cost fee, you already paid for it already, right? Yes. Translate that cost fee into practical results. And trading is very, there's a lot of variable. You may lose money and things like that. So how do you actually translate that skill set into uh, habits, into results at the end of the day? Yeah. So, so that's what, that's what I, I did for my wow. project. So, yeah. so that, that's really good. So basically, um, the first thing to change is really the habits, right? Getting them to take small action and doing it yes. again and again. Right? Because right. Repetition, repetition is the mother of all skills. Yeah. And... And what I like about you, what you said, I'm learning something, by the way, just, just, by, just by that. Um, you actually turn your community into people to support those newcomers. Correct, correct. Right? So, and, and therefore, you actually strengthen those people who are supporting and teaching because when you teach, you get better, right? So it's, it's both ways. That's right, that's right. And the beautiful thing is, everything is about fundamentals. It's mm. not fanciful stuff, you know. It's just like doing four things over and over and over again. So the, the seniors, they will talk, say it is four things. The juniors yeah. also is four things. But it's just the small thing in these four things that's the most important. So, so at the end of the day, is, I, I, I learned, right? I went to Bible school, right? I learned how to build a community. How to build yeah. a community, number one, you need to have uh, a common language. Okay, you need to have some common language. So among us, our community with some principles that we believe in. There's some principles that all of us believe in. Number two, it must be weekly, every week, same place, same time. So every week, 10.30, Monday morning, I will have my webinar. 
Mm. It's free. You know, all the people who 10 years, 20, uh, 12 years ago who attended my course, every week we do a webinar. So we go through what's the market, what we I'll, I'll manage your portfolio. So I will follow through with the stocks every week. What happened to this stock, whether to sell or buy, I'll manage this portfolio. Mm. So it's like as if I'm trading, but you managing through a portfolio. Yeah. So then uh the last one is uh is a, a tool. You know, you need to have a, a tool. So these are the three things that that we look at you know common language you know having a, a community and having a tool so so that's that's what that's how you are having weekly training and then having a tool so that's why i do continue to do it uh for the last 12 years uh. yeah. and <laughs> you learn that from we, uh, we adjust from there you know yeah we adjust yeah. from there yeah. and you learn that from bible school you said ah uh, yes <laughs> That's that's very that's very interesting. So not a business school, but yeah. part-time Bible school. Uh. Yes. Wow. Because they were talking about how to build yeah. church, uh, you know, but we translate that to how to build community. Uh. Actually it's the same thing, yeah. right? It's just that yeah, it is. that is in the church. This one is in the in the in the office, right? Yes. But I tell you, if you want to really uh talk to people about I don't like to bring in God and stuff in, in my business, but if you really, really want to change life, uh, it's not in the church. Uh, it's really when we are talking to people, you know, having coffee and things like that. That's when we really get imparted. It's not like you come to, by the time you come to church, I think maybe you're converted already. But it's really when you're having coffee and talking to people and they say, some people share with you all the challenges. Then you move from making money to maybe other areas of their life. And hey, yeah. why is it like that? That's when you change their lives. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that, that is so good. Um, I think, um, so in marketing, there's actually this, this thing called sell them what they want, but give them what they need. Okay. Sell because them. people only buy what they want. Okay. But they know that in life, you need more than just money. Okay. Right? So, so what you just said was, was so good because it's like, you know, uh, people come to you. I mean, like people are coming to you learning trading because they want money, right? But yeah. because of that, you are able to impact them what they really need, which is other areas of their life. Oh yeah, interesting, huh? Okay. Yes. I never yes. thought of it this way. Yeah. In fact, I, I have a similar analogy. That's similar thing is even though my whole thing is talking about how to make money, make money, make money, I always in my event I always say money is not the goal. Yes. Because if you make money the goal, you will never have enough. Yes. Like, I want to make 10 million, then hey, maybe once you make 10 million, I make 20 million, 20 million, 30 million. It's never enough, you know? So it is not the number itself. If it's number yeah. itself, then you will always be running. You will not always be unhappy and still running the race. So then how to make this into something that's more purposeful. So I will share this in the class. Even though this yeah. is about money, it's, the money is not the goal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, most people buy the class because they want more money, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Want what they want, right? But we yeah. have to still give them what they Correct, need. Right, yeah. Um, okay, that's, that's amazing. So um, community, um, you know, giving support, tools, uh, common language. Um, so those are the ways that basically you help your students to get even more results rather than just teaching the how-to. Um, I, I want to ask, I want to, I want to take a bit of a switch of the conversation. Yeah. And basically just ask you a little bit and tap your mind a bit about what's going on with the market. Oh, so okay. in the market is, is um, I don't know, the market to me is, is pretty crazy right now. Uh, or maybe it's not, I don't know. But, you know, the, the world is going to recession. Uh, US is uh, constantly printing money or all kinds of funny stuff that uh, I have no idea what the hell they're talking about. Mm. But what are your views on the market in probably the next one year down the road? I think one year down the road will be uh, challenging. Uh. Okay, market, actually history repeats itself, you know. Okay. Uh, if we go back to uh, during the subprime like 2007, right? So when the subprime first started, right, the market came down. You know, the market came down in, in July. It came down. That's when the subprime, everybody know about subprime. It was, was on papers already. Then yeah. the market came down. But then the the Fed started to come in. It started to do rates cuts and things like that. Then after that was in somewhere in September. So July, they, they know about the subprime. So the market came down about two months. The Fed came, came in and started to print money already. And then the best part is the market went up to make a new high. No, went up higher than July high. So okay. the market actually went up to October, somewhere in October high. Then from October high, then it started to come down. But they really know about this subprime much earlier in, Ju in uh, July. 
Yeah. Okay. But the reflection really came down. The peak was actually in October. So I think this thing is happening again right now. We have this COVID thing. Everybody know about it right now. Yes. By now, everybody would know about it. And then we have people. Uh, then we have the Fed that's coming in to print money. You know. And the interesting part is we always have this saying in the mark at the market bottom. Everyone will hit stocks. Like after Lehman Brothers collapse, everyone will hit stock. You see this this recent drop in February, right? Not everyone hit stock. Everybody loves stock. In fact, we have a lot of new uh, beginners coming into the market. You know, we have the Robin Hood. There's those free brokerage and that. And then the market now is like climbing up again. So I am afraid uh, because why? If you go and see, read some of the report, the insider are selling. You go to SGX, you can see the insider trading. The insider are selling, and who are the people buying? The people buying are those people who open new account right now. Those people oh. who have the Robinhood account, yeah, they are the one buying, and they are mocking uh, Warren Buffett. They say, "Hey, Warren Buffett, so so dumb, right? Go and sell all the airlines, and now all my airline stock went up." You know, so they are so called right now. They are all the genius are because they are making like thousand over percent, <laughs> and then they are mocking Warren Buffett. Uh. But I want to share with you history repeat itself, uh, yeah. You know. When the when the newbie uh, become the the leader, uh, you told him it's time to get out already. So yeah, next yeah. one year I think will be uh, when the newbie becomes the leader, it's time to get out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because really, there are people who are te teenagers, you know. They are they have three guys. It's this YouTube uh video of YouTube live. Uh, they were just having this YouTube thing, and then they were mocking why Warren Buffett so dumb to sell away his airline stock and things like that. So um. Yeah, and then if you really go and study the insider, what they're doing is different. Uh, yeah. So mm. uh be cautious. Uh. But at the same time, I share with you, crisis doesn't last long. The crisis, average crisis only about one year, 1.4 years, okay, or 1.5 years. So crisis doesn't last very long. So I think the next down move uh, is a good time to buy something. Uh, you know? Okay. Yeah. Okay, so that's your that's your that's your view on it. Okay, yeah. that's that's yeah. very interesting. Um, yeah, I think the biggest thing I learned from that is when newbies become a leader, that's where you need to. When I'm saying they say uh, when a taxi driver start talk, starts to talk about stocks, uh, you know it's time yeah. to exit. Uh. I just share with you. <laughs> yeah. uh, recently, yeah. I have uh, some great students. Right, they are remisers. I have two remisers uh, that came from my class just recently. One of them, right state that after the market drop right they have to put the queue you know to to open account they have to put the queue line to open up account that's the first thing you know that people are opening account they have new queue line and then second yeah. guy is saying that normally account take about one and a half weeks to open now it yeah. takes one month to open so the yeah. volume of new people coming in uh, is a lot yeah. and these people are people who i've never traded before because they just opened the new account yeah 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 wow Okay, so it's almost like uh, just I forgot when was this one or two years ago where the uh, whole cryptocurrency yeah uh, crypto, same thing right like everybody like <laughs> anyone because everyone becomes a blockchain expert everyone <laughs> is a blockchain expert and, yeah. and that, that's where it gets very scary right yes <laughs> yes yeah everyone was like so so bullish my client was telling me hey Colin how to oh you know people who are not in the crypto uh, blockchain they were asking me hey Colin how to open up this kind of account they said you know the end is coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the thing, like it's always history repeating itself over and over again. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for that. Thanks for the insight. Yeah. That uh, you know, I, I really uh, learned something from that. And I want to end it uh with uh just maybe two more questions. Basically, I just want to end it with asking you what is um basically what's your vision for your company in the next um you know in the next couple of years down the road. Like, where do you see yourself? Where do you see uh, your community the next few years down the road? Okay, that's an interesting thing, Gabriel. Right? Share with you, right? When I started yeah. this, I got no vision. <laughs> really, yeah. I just I just do one thing at a time. Last time we don't have like weekly webinar and things like we we do only in one fight. Even though we started the training uh uh twelve years ago, but as we move along, we say, hey, what is the need of the community? Hey, the community need weekly hand holding. Then we go into this. The community need what uh other training. Then we go into that. So it's really about. Uh, I don't know, there's this cartoon, right? See a need, feel a need. Uh. You know, mm. you see a need, feel a need. And, and this is not very business, uh, I think. But for me, what I want to do right now, I'm more driven towards like uh, uh, a mission, you know, like a mission. So I see the community as the 
as the goal, you know, as the as the goal. And this goal doesn't end. This you know, the more people in the community, the more problem you have also. You know. Yes. But yes. Uh, the more problem you have also. But at the same time, uh, this is not a goal like a end of the end of the day goal. The goal is really to make if there is really a vision or goal, is to make everyone in the community profitable, happy, and making money. And that's the goal. But you ask me like how to grow this business, you know, where is where you gonna to go to? Frankly, I I I I don't have the specific answer. I, I just want mm. to just see what is the need in the community, then feel that need. So that is how we share what which is what I've been doing last few yeah. years. Yeah. Thank, thank thanks for your honesty. Yeah. Um I really appreciate it. Thank thank you for your honesty because I think yeah. um um, people think that we need to have a very clear vision every single time. Yeah. You know, the truth is that like, we don't know where we end up. Like I, I used to have clear visions, clear goals. And <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. saying don't set, not saying don't yeah. set, but like yeah. I used to have super clear vision and clear goals, right? But ah. you know, I end up doing things that are completely almost opposite. Correct. Or I'm taking a totally different direction that I didn't plan out, but it was a better direction. Correct. Right, because like with our own smarts, we cannot plan everything, right? Like sometimes we need room for um. Some people believe in like grace, right? Some people believe that you know you need room for 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 to you to for you to flow, right? Right. Um, and that you never know what is really the the the, the best path. Maybe I just I just share one thing about goals, right? Oh, I I set goals when I was very very young, like like I remember yes. like when I was going poly, I was writing down my goal where I want to go and things like. Every year since then, I've been setting yearly goals. But what I found right. is. Even though we, even though I set goal, right? What what's the purpose I set goal is so that I take action, mm. so that I do something, so I take action. No, mm. but goal is not the thing. Because have you had this experience when you achieve a goal? Then after you achieve, you say, huh, that's it, ah. Then yes. next year another new goal again. Okay. Well, next year another goal. It become very sian, you know, because every year is a never ending grind. So yeah. goal is never the, the purpose of. Uh, the purpose of goal is really to help you to create motion. And once yes. you create this motion, you have what we call precession. You know, maybe we want to grow a community to a certain size. Then as we do this, there is a certain effect that go from there. So mm. the real thing what we want uh, is really not that number or that goal. The real thing is what, what, is what, what we want is really the impact that we have in this community yeah. or in this world. So, yeah, so right now, even though I said goal is... At the end of the day, it's just to move myself forward. That's all. Yeah. It's not yeah. to like, I must do this. If not, uh, it, something bad will happen. Which is, last time, right, I will, I will think it like that, you know, which is now on high side of that. And no, no need to be so uh, hung up whether you hit your goal or don't hit your goal. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, I think, I think I have a very, I, I can really relate to that. Because yeah. uh, right now, like sometimes people ask me the same question. And I'll be like, I, I don't really know. To be very fair, I don't even know what's going to happen in the next two, uh, three years. All I know is this, like what you said, um, I want to conti continue to impact people. I want to continue to find needs and fulfill their needs. Yes. yes. In my own way. Because there's so many right. needs out there, right? Not everyone can, can, can do everything. So, right. um, yeah. yeah. So what you said earlier was, was very profound, which is finding needs and, and filling the needs. And it will never end, right? Because there are always correct. needs in the Correct, world. correct. And, 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 and the thing is not so much of hitting the goal is the, wanting to hit the goal that create the effect, the doingness that actually create the effect. So mm. yeah, it's something very, very, after hindsight so many years, right? Then I think hey, this is really what we should be about because at the end of the day, all this will end, right? no? then what we want to do, you see, is, is but in, when I was young, right? It's always about hitting goals, hitting goals. Right now on hindsight, I say, hey, this is not, why, not wise. Right? You'll get burned out and things like that. You know, yeah. so then what is the final mission or the final, purpose of doing all this. Uh. Yeah. 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 Uh, I love that, man. I really love that. Uh, I'm just going to ask you one, like, one last question before we end this. Yeah. Um, this is a bit more uh, side topic just okay. to uh, just understand about like, what do you really miss most? So right now, you know, the world has really entered into a new world, even uh -huh. though in Singapore we are in phase two, you know, I mean, we can still go out right now, but yeah. um, I personally, I'm not going out that much because like also <laughs> nothing much to answer for. Yeah. yeah. Can't even go theater. Can't even go anywhere. Can't even can't even travel, right? So, uh, even though we are in a new world, like there are a lot of things that we can't do, or you know, as uh, it's not as usual. It's not it's not life as usual. Yeah. What are some of the things that you miss most? Going what, out. What is the biggest thing you miss most, right? You know, in mm. this new world, compared to when <laughs> life was was back then. I I, I think that all every all this Zoom call is is good and things like that. 
but I think there is a certain impact when we meet face to face. You know, mm. we meet face to face, one to one, we chit chat and things like that. There's a certain different kind of bonding like, that you can never do it through online and things like that. So I mm. think not not in the big basis, but in a small group basis or one to one basis. I think I miss that kind of connection that where we can uh, yeah. talk about things and things like that. So there's like, having coffee and things like that. It's quite, what I miss most, you know? Yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Having coffee. Have we have coffee uh, with you yet? Huh? So yeah, we, yeah, we should. Coffee date. <laughs> we should, we should, we should, we should. Let's, yeah, let's do it this yeah, month. Uh, it's in Ju- yeah, now, yeah, this yeah. month, July, uh, uh, right. more, more free also. Yeah. yeah. And somehow now we, uh, now it's really in phase two. Phase two, right? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Okay. I, okay. I, I, I love the answer. Thank you so much. Um, Thank you. Okay. I, hey, yeah. I want to um, let the audience know, how do they find you? Uh, how do they find me? I think the easiest way is on uh, Facebook. Okay. Uh, just look for Colin Xiao, C-O-L-L-I-N-S-E-O-W. That's the okay. easiest way to look for me. Or you can go to my uh, Facebook group. Okay. We have, uh, you just go and uh, search for Colin Xiao Profitable Stocks. I think you will find the group over there. So uh, yeah. that will be the two places that you can look for me. Okay. Okay. Awesome. We're going to put all the links, uh, yes. relevant links in the description, you know, wherever you're watching this from or you're listening this on podcast, we will put all the links in the description so you can find Colin. Uh, I mean, he's one of the most amazing uh, person that I, and one of the most authentic person I do, you guys can see <laughs> or can tell from this uh, conversation alone. So, um, you know, that's the end of the Story Impact Show. I look forward to seeing you guys in the next episode. And if you like this uh, episode, please remember to like this video, yes. um, subscribe to our channel. You know, this yes, will really subscribe. help us to reach out to more people. And thank you so much, Colin. Thanks for being here. Thanks. Today. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye, bye. Okay, bye. Hey, this is Gabriel again. And really quickly, I just want to thank you so much for listening to the Story Impact Show. I hope you have enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Don't forget to drop me a review on iTunes and your comments will help me greatly in creating more killer content like this just for you. And if you want to stay up to date with all my content, upcoming podcasts, events and much more, please jump onto my website at www.heygaberwong.com. 